You're listening to the Two Minute Time Lord. This is Chip with the Two Minute Time Lord podcast, and I am in a comparatively quiet corner with uh, Mr. Paul Cornell. And I'm Hello. Hi, Paul. I would like to ask you a quick question about a little bit of Doctor Who history. I just read my first New Adventures novel, and it was Love and War from 1992, the debut of Bernice Summerfield. And it was a very, it was a very dark and adult book in a lot of ways. Uh, the line, um, the, the the line Ace was thinking about sex and death is not exactly <laughs> a line that I would Im- equate with um, 2005 to 2010 mm-hmm. Doctor Who. Has your idea of Doctor Who changed significantly since you wrote that book? I don't think it's um, that my idea of Doctor Who has changed, but um, I think it's the audience that's changed. Back in the days of the New Adventures, we only had um, a very narrow audience of Doctor Who fans and. Peter Evans was hoping, the editor, SF fans. And um, so there were no children left reading Doctor Who back then. And um, so that's who we wrote for. Now, of course, we have this vast family audience, and that makes a real difference. The, um, uh, I think the ideas of the new adventures have been thoroughly stirred into the pot of modern Doctor Who. So much dates back to there, thematically and indeed in specifics. But... Um, I'm quite glad that we're back to um, a big family mainstream audience again, to a degree which the old show simply didn't have, and that's that's the delight of modern Doctor Who that everybody knows it. Now that now that Doctor Who has become um, very visibly uh, again one, once more, now that it's been resurrected, a uh, family show with a with, with a family audience. Um, where where do you think it goes from here? How does it maintain that standing? Um. Well, I, I think it's um, about um, uh, building on the um, wonderful success that Russell's um, created there. Um, if you watch uh, any episode of Modern Doctor Who, especially one that R- Russell's written, you can almost watch it ap- appealing to different groups line by line. I swear sometimes there's a cycle where you see um, some something for the small kids, um, something for... Um, uh, an adult audience who are interested in relationships, um, something SF nor, uh, and it kind of rolls through there. Uh, hopefully, hitting two or three groups at once, and uh, it's that. If you've got the kids, you then have the adults. You know, if you've got ch- the children, you'll have the rest of their families. That goes without saying. But the rest of the family have got to have something to be interested in in order for them to stay put and to build that genuine family feeling to it. Um, I think it's a tremendous triumph to have done that. And honestly, I'm not sure it could be done better in that regard. It's just a matter of, um, you know, keep, uh, keeping the, um, the whole balance intact. I wonder if um, uh, Stephen Moffat's, it's, it's weird referring to him by his entire name, <laughs> but, but, but if Moffat's, because um, I, I, I've always known him by his surname in a very British way. Um, but um, I've always... Um, Imagine that Moffat's uh, Doctor Who would be more SF-nal because his episodes are very SF, um, which I think he would be a little boggled about, but I, b- I believe that's the case. But who knows? I'm, I'm sure he'll try and hit all the bases again. I, I've always perceived you as something of a champion of the sort of humanist type of storytelling that modern Doctor Who um, does. It, um, 
is that is that part of the new Her- new adventures heritage coming through again? I, I believe so. I think that's actually the major part that um, we started talking about um, uh, human emotion and. It's really a product of um, the times of the old show that you didn't really have much in the way of um, relationships on television back then in popular drama. These days, of course, it's the whole weave of it. But that really began in the new adventures for Doctor Who. And um, I'm very proud that it's still part, part of the mix. Um, as far as I, I, it's, I was always the one who wrote the tearjerkers back in the day, and I'm really pleased that continues. Um, are there any other new adventures, uh, books or authors uh, specific to yourself that, that you would recommend to a modern fan who, is, who would want to delve into more of the new show's DNA? Um, I'm hugely a fan of Kate Allman. I think um, any book by her uh, is an excellent read. Um, I particularly like Sleepy and The Room With No Doors. Um, Russell himself has a, a new adventure which is actually quite unlike his modern Doctor Who. It's very dark, very brooding. If anybody liked Midnight, they'll like um, Damaged Goods. Um, what else is groovy? Um, I particularly, um, for a more traditional read, you'll want your Gary Russell. Um, I love the um, uh, Gareth Roberts' Missing Adventures, his Tom Baker um, romps are terrific. And they really, you, you've really got the feel of his TV episodes in those. Um, there's a whole range of um, entertaining um, new adventures out there, from quite hard SF to some very light-hearted and funny stuff. And you can find um, hints of what the new show would become sprinkled throughout. Oh, hugely. Carfrat Gatry appears in the new adventures. Um, all sort the, the Doctor always confronting and offering the villains a, a way out before defeating them is very new adventures. Um... A lot of the shapes of how this stuff plays out now uh, come from there. Russell has really cherry-picked throughout the history of Doctor Who from all of its um, media uh, in a way that, you know, is really... Well, that's exactly what, what um, you know, he, he should do. It's, uh, it gives it a richness, as well as the fact that, of course, you know, modern Doctor Who is, is rooted in Russell being a television person. It's, um, it's modern television Doctor Who. That's why it's so successful. And it's not to say he wouldn't have decided to do it this way anyway. But alongside that, he also cherry-picked from the history of Doctor Who. Last observation. On your blog a, few, a little while ago, you said, your favorite Doctor is always the next one whenever a regeneration story yeah. comes along. Uh, what is it about that? I just love that moment when um, uh, the, the old guy has charmed you for years and has gone, and the new guy has five minutes in which to win your heart because you're worried, very, very worried that the new guy might not be any good. And but um, you never strike me. You don't strike me as worried at all. You, it, 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 do you get actually wor- worried or do it's, you attach it's more to the one departing? Well, once you've gone through this a few times, you learn that it's always okay. But. Um, that's the, the the wonderful thing is that very specific fan emotion has now been projected onto the entire British public. So we suddenly have um, what was a very fanish thing now being represented in every tea shop in England. And uh, that's a tremendous feeling. Um, you know, and, and I think for a lot of people it's their first time feeling like this because Chris to David was too quick for there really to be that feeling. And Matt has done an amazing job and has just nailed it so quickly. And um, I think he's going to be absolutely fantastic. 
I have a vision of many, many longtime fans and writers of the Doctor Who universe walking around uh, the UK feeling very, very validated these days. It's a, it's a lovely feeling. It's like Russell rubbed a magic lamp and um, suddenly made our little show. It always was our little show back in the day. It, the, the most popular drama in Britain, which it is. Um, <laughs> it's the um, highest rated non-soap drama. And that's incredible. Nobody expected that. <laughs> um, it, it's that actually defines the show that it is so popular. That's why it's why it's made like it is. It's why it's like it is, and it, it, that makes it different to any genre show anywhere in the world. You know, maybe um, the X Files at its height that was a top ten show, but none of the recent great hits of the genre have been top ten popular popular shows. Thank you very much for your time, Paul Grinnell. Thank you. And that's another Time Dilation interview from the Two Minute Time Lord podcast at the Gallifrey One Convention. You can find me on the web at TWOMinuteTimeLord.com, on Twitter at numeral 2 minute time lord, Facebook.com slash numeral 2 minute time lord, and also on iTunes. Thanks for listening.